0: perfect Mrs Could it be?
1: Yeah,
0: I was in the jail thinking about my problems. Like all the niggas
2: when I get it. Yo, what's good everybody? It's your boy Keith Logan and welcome to the Host of Men podcast. Please be sure to follow me at KLogan underscore 70 on all social media platforms. As usual, I got with me
3: today my boy Mitch. Yo, you can follow me at Coach Mitchell, 1914 on Instagram. Let's get it. And my boy Justin.
1: What's good? What's good? JLP underscore 63 on IG. Give me a follow. Let's go.
2: And welcome back, because I know he missed the last episode, but I know he's glad to be back, Dr. B.
4: Yo, so glad to be back uh, to the audience. Please follow me at Petty Next Door underscore four. Yo, glad to be back on the podcast.
2: And also, we got another wholesome member of the crew,
0: my boy Courtland Rowe. What's poppin'? Follow me at Courtland Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> so, you going to
2: change your
3: yeah. IG tag? <laughs> hey, that nigga is a, hey, that nigga is a engineer for real. That nigga, oh that nigga do not need to be on no radio. <laughs> nah, chill, <laughs> out, chill out, chill out, chill out.
1: Game, bro, I'm happy. My boy, like a straight engineer. My
2: boy, Corlin, bro. Corlin, been there. Honestly, Corlin was the first person like I met at college, and he hated my ass. But it's all good. Somehow, we ended up in the same fraternity. And somehow we ended up being roommates for like three or four years, and now you're on the same podcast. So that's kind of crazy, bro. You probably still hate my ass, but it's all good. Yeah, right. for sure. <laughs> Appreciate God that. Is good. All right, let me go ahead and get into what this podcast is about for people that don't know or are just new to the podcast. So this podcast consists of educating men from different backgrounds and cultural values. And it's to be a sounding board to each other and talk about daily issues that men might face in life, whether that's women troubles, daddy issues, personal beef that we have between each other. In doing so, we want to uplift our black queens, our black women, and we mostly want to promote mental health in the black male community. Along with that, we acknowledge our male privilege that we have today in society. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into it. Alright, so let's go ahead and hop into this first topic. So lately, I've been seeing this blue face stuff on social media
1: and all right. blue face baby.
2: Yeah. Alright, yeah, right, yeah. So I mean so let me break down the situation first. So Blueface, apparently social I know social media is like wishy washy, we don't know what the truth or not. But apparently he kicked out his mom and sisters because, because they didn't get along with his girlfriends or his I guess his thoughts over, I don't know. And pretty much I have seen what ticked me off the most what makes me think he a pussy, honestly, my opinion. Is <laughs>
0: <No. laughs> that okay. like
2: he call his mom a clout chaser on social media. I was like, dang, that's not, I mean, I understand you mad at your mom, but why disrespect your mom on social media like that? It's like what y'all what y'all think about that whole situation?
1: Why should you put him on social media? <laughs> Facts. I think it was, like, her sister on IG Live because he wanted proof. Nah, it was or his mom mama. Too. It was his mama that was recording <laughs> everything and yelling at it. was his sister that was going off on him, but his mama was recording everything. So, in my opinion, that that shit looked it, look, that shit look yeah, fishy it look to me messy anyway. Family, why, who's mama gonna pull out their phone to record their son kicking them out and shit just to post it? Like, I can see why he's saying this. Cloud listen, testing. I can understand that
2: whole whole situation, like, being mad at your mom and stuff, but, like, at the end of the day it's still your mom would you like really disrespect your parents or something like on that level
1: or like i mean i think everybody's relationship with their parents is different too though so like your relationship with your mom isn't necessarily the same relationship someone else has with their mom now i'm not condoning the fact that he was being disrespectful kicking her out but we don't know the situation we don't know if she was in there swinging on his girls and like mama you gotta go or so like we don't know. Right. We don't know. We just see what social media shows us. So it's really hard for me to say that Blueface is a pussy.
4: Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> you a fan. Yeah. So all right. So let me first of all two things real quickly. Uh so I'm gonna give a little I'm gonna give some major pushback um just on the word of how we use pussy. Now pussy is like one of the strongest <laughs> the strongest muscles, like one of the I mean, oh my, god. No no, for <laughs> <laughs> my, my god! no, no, real. I understand, bro. My No, no. I'm just trying to say, like, we we try to use pussy as a derogatory uh, muscle, like a derogatory term. But the pussy, pussy is pussy. really strong. Well, yeah, right? and, and, and these <laughs> balls are the weakest. You get kicked in the balls, fam. It's a wrap. We're right. having whole babies out here. Let so me. I think. I think we need to Push against the narrative that pussy means weak. It actually means strong. Well, so, I mean, let me rephrase so that then. Blueface is the weakest human being on earth for right, saying that shit. Man, there we go.
1: So, Ronnie, if I call you a pussy, you gonna take it as a compliment? I mean,
2: it depends if you're using it as a, as a compliment.
1: <laughs> no, nah, yeah, that's, that's
2: not. real. So. Appreciate you for correcting that. I mean, we trying to <laughs> so, break those societal
1: norms. Doctor B. B. As well.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this nigga here
4: let me me give you my take on on blueface, and 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 really it's not I think that it's really a lot of uh, just a lot of uh, social media buzz I think sometimes these celebrities create situations but I do want to talk about the you're a girl versus your mom or your spouse versus your mom I think that's a legitimate Issue that's out there that men oftentimes have to pick and choose between the woman that they love or you know are with and from the woman at birth, and I think that that's a real complexity for some. Now, respect should be given to both, but if you're with your girl and you love her, and your girl for some reason is not respecting your mom, what do you do? I mean, do you just say I don't want to be with you no more? You know, I think that that's a real tough situation. In this case. Very. I think that Blueface, you know, I don't think we know the whole story. I think that, you know, what if what if the mom was being real uh, disrespectful to the girl? You know, what, what what do you do then? And I think we just need to have a conversation of uh, intentionality of respecting everyone, but we can't just go off the handle and say, Blueface, you're weak, when we don't know the whole entire situation. That's I why. do know this. I do know this. Yeah. If, if at some point in time, you got to ride or die with the woman that you say you love and you're going to be with. And I think that that's hard when the the woman that raised you, but if if, if you got to pick and choose and your mom not living with you, or, you know, usually it's not the case. So I, I would side with, with the girl, you know, but i always say you will respect my mom and my family. Otherwise, you're not respecting me. So it works hand in hand.
2: Yeah, I already I, know.
4: I already know women or like moms are not perfect.
2: And I understand the whole social media thing. I already said that, like, we don't know the full story, but the fact that you blatantly disrespect your mom, I feel like there's different ways to go about that. Maybe because I love my mom, I wouldn't never want to disrespect my mom or even put her out there on a the public platform, even though she did. So, but I feel like you can pull, you can always have your conversation on the side with your mom's, like, hey, mom, even though it's a hectic situation, like, you gotta chill in a respectful way. It's still your mother at the end of the day, yeah, and you right. feel like she's yeah, woman over.
3: But on the flip side, in reality, fuck all that. Like, <laughs> just mom, <my, laughs> mom, dad, brother, sister, son, daughter, cousin. Like disrespect is disrespect. I don't care what place. What exactly. I don't care what place you got in my mm, life. If you disrespected me, you disrespected me, and that's, that's not. Too. And that's not something exactly. you, you can
2: address point. it in a respectful way. Outside of that shit. Yeah, true. but you
1: also got to understand, you got to understand Keith, that everybody's perspective is sure. different, bro. So your perspective is different than somebody else's perspective. Just like Mitch said, fuck all that. I don't care who you are. Disrespect is disrespect. And you were saying, well, there's different ways to approach it, which may be true. But not everybody thinks like that. We don't know Blueface. Like I said, we don't know Blueface's past with shit, his girl or different. with his mother. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's weak. I'll so, so,
4: I every raised, time raised.
1: you say Blueface, so, y'all say, yeah, I
4: no, I'm cool on that. No. I, I I think it could be a vote anyway and that you can you can have respect and you can also approach a difficult situation that says, What's happening here? Why are we at odds? <laughs> you know, like why
1: did... You a doctor, bro. This nigga's a rapper. what's going on
4: here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about yeah. a nigga with
1: a PhD Not, and a nigga that I mean, barely it, got the yeah. Like
2: speculating what happened. But like overall, let's say, I mean, Blueface, I mean, the music is okay, but I mean, like, I wouldn't say is a reason to cancel him or something like that. And I know recently, like, this whole cancel thing, cancel culture has been a thing as far as like R. Kelly and shit. Do you think we can separate the person from the music? Because I know people still rocking with like R. Kelly on the song. I, side I think on the
3: low. I can. Go ahead.
2: Go I over.
0: think it depends. What's, I depends think it on depends what? on one your, you know, how much you actually uh, like this artist, right? Sure. Because, say if Cardi B came out and did something and say she beat up her boyfriend or some shit, I don't know. And then say Beyonce did it, you know, say Beyonce beat oh, up They're not canceling Beyonce. They're not, can- they not canceling Beyonce for nothing. Mm-mm. Cardi B might, levels to this. Kelly Rowland, maybe, you know. Yeah. So, it's
4: levels to it, bro. Ain't nobody. So nobody, levels ain't it. nobody Kelly Rowling. boy. Uh, but ain't that irrelevant? <clears> throat> irrelevant, throat> bro. Wow, no, nah,
2: don't
1: watch see that him. Watch <laughs> him. <out. laughs> watch Anyways, him not out. what I'm saying is, it's not. But what I'm saying is, it's like, just like Mitch said, it it really depends. Like, what did they do? Cause like, for sure,
2: no, nah, it depends on where y'all morals at personally. But then again, like, but then, again, like
1: but then again- still fucking with his music, tough. People so like R. Kelly situation. was R. Kelly was raping little girls, bro. Like so like there's, so like I personally don't know anybody that's like, oh yeah, I'm still rocking with R. Kelly because that's that's hella problematic, bro. But then there's Michael Jackson who was people he was accused of playing with little boys and people still consider him the king of pop to this day. And I he I mean argue, it's just that's different. I know. But
0: also if you think about the black community, it's because it was black little girls, and we say that like. That's the most uncared for, man, you know, man. group of people on the planet is the black woman.
3: Black folks choose. They picking, they picking choose what the fuck they want to be mad about. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me. <laughs> <in>. let me <laughs> uh,
0: so so, here,
4: here's the reason why I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm counseling and have had, uh, and counseled R. Kelly. Okay. So number one, they're, they're, they're. Are too many enablers around R. Kelly to allow him to do what he did. So when I say that I counseled R. Kelly, I counseled everybody that enabled R. Kelly. Now mm. I want R. Kelly to get help, so I'm I'm all for him getting help, but I'm not supposed to sit here and support a man that has systematically disadvantaged and dehumanized black girls, black women. I'm not going to do it. it so I ain't listening to his music. I ain't fucking with him because I, I, I can't do it. Now with Michael Jackson, it, it just really depends because I think there's a level of race that's involved in, in this. And there's just, a lot of things didn't necessarily add up the way that it added up R. Kelly. Now I remember with R. Kelly, the first video came out and, and the courts, they kind of Proving that he didn't do it. But we got to think there's a system that don't believe, a system that is created not to believe black women. So yeah. we kind of gave him a pass. Right. But it is unequivocal. Like you cannot deny that this Negro is out here and he has a problem. Fuck oh, that yeah. nigga.
0: He, yeah. Need help.
4: And I ain't listen to his music. Now I'm going to yeah. give 100. I'm going to give it 100. Are there times that I'm by myself and I got to listen to? <laughs> uh, oh, oh my bro. god. Bro, you that, that, you, everything yourself. you just
1: you just, bro, just Harry, come on, like Mitch said, just like Mitch said though, like it seems like we being choosy, like you just said, I can't mess with Damn. R. Kelly because of things that he was doing to little black girls. But like, would it be the same issue if it was just little girls in general? Like, it are we still? If it was little Susie, every black person would be like, Our Kelly ain't touched that little white girl. Yeah, yeah. Ain't touch yeah. she ain't touched that little girl. Like, But black since it's well, a little black girl, we all like, Oh, no, nah, he canceled. So but the like, system is the the built, built to
0: protect. The system is built to protect Susie. Oh, dude. we call it oh, Yes. We call it right, It's yeah. not no, we'll meant somewhere. to
4: protect black women. Whoever. It's not meant to black women. And so here's an opportunity. And unfortunately, it was at the hands of another black man, but let's True. be honest, we we ain't talked about Daniel or uh, Hawthclaw that was raping uh black women in Oklahoma and getting off, he was a cop. We ain't talk about all the other shit that was happening done by white men, so we we need to keep that same energy that it goes,
3: it, a, it goes back to my point. Black people choosy. that wasn't popular I, to talk about, it, it wasn't choosy. The system, but it's
4: rewards. It's,
3: it's the not, system rewards. It's not popular to talk about. It's not trendy to get on inter- on the internet and talk about Daniel yeah, O's claw. It's more trendy to get on the internet and talk about R. Kelly.
0: Yeah, so it's well, really wrong. But, but yeah, wow. wrong
3: is wrong. But if you're passionate about the overall issue, you're talking about everybody, not just what's trendy. you're so talking you're about people the, on the yeah. social media fat, like people using, it, yeah, it's a trend, yeah, yeah bro, it's, it, a trend. it's a trend. Nobody really, don't yeah. nobody really give a fuck about what R Kelly did. That's it's just you know, was, no, that Mitch, so. Mitch. Uh, i I think a lot
0: of people give a fuck about no, no, they
1: give a fuck, but like. But Mitch, social Mitch, media is Mitch. all about what's popular, bro. It's all about what is popular. So if, if all these people are talking about how R. Kelly A. shit, a lot of people are going to tune in and say the same thing. Now, I'm not saying people don't care, but Mitch is right. It's all about the popular thing. <laughs> just like
4: my, everybody
1: else's just, my only pushback, my Just only pushback,
4: my just only like, pushback is this. Hold on, my only pushback is people did care. Black women were caring and y'all didn't listen. They were out there saying all the other shit that Daniel Holtzclaw and all them niggas was doing, but we didn't We didn't speak on it. It wasn't until R. Kelly that we finally kind of... And still, there's black men protecting R. Kelly. So we still ain't on the shits, to be honest. It ain't black women. They been saying something. It's us that ain't saying shit. They're sticking and choosing. They his biggest fans. Niggas don't like... I
3: don't. <laughs> So, I see oh, what I'm right. saying
2: too because I think social media society kind of got us screwed up the way we think Kind of, well.
1: but just I just think like it's people up. really
2: care about the situation that kind of ruined it for
1: people that really
2: care about it Just and like, have an opinion on bro, social media there's people media making
1: too. memes about R. Kelly raping little girls bro like it's a joke it. it's popular it. wow. like it's- like, yeah. niggas
3: yeah, are choosy. Reads, reads, niggas Toosie. are
0: choosy. Just like, but is that wait? Is just, that the majority or is that the outlier? Man, that's you the what I'm saying? that's the majority. That's the majority. But but look, what you think is the solution then, bitch? But
3: but look though, just like when they see us, oh, the first five minutes I couldn't watch it. nigga they ain't even do nothing the first five minutes of the movie. Man, nigga, <laughs> oh my You just, God. You, just <laughs> you just you just saying that to be a part of the conversation. Like, shut up, but yeah, bro.
0: But is that again? <laughs> I think that's more of a like a specific person like that's multiple that's not, people that's not the majority of that, people I feel because... like that's
3: majority of the people majority of the people that's on social media that's majority yeah. which is, which further's the issue like that's yes, I think that's, that's your
1: perception of your social yeah. media as well no I I not bro Mitch is telling just like we said in the last episode with Lauren, she said people post on social media because they want to get a reaction out of people People like to post things because they want to get something out of other people. People want attention. So if all these other people are talking about the popular thing, I'm, people, people will literally turn on Netflix, put on When They See Us, take a picture
4: of it, post not it on e- the
1: Instagram, and not even watch the shit. <laughs> not even watch that shit. Because <laughs> like, it's just what everybody else is doing. That shit. But,
4: but, but, but Justin, I will say this. Think about how much support When They See Us got, and think how much support. When R Kelly, there was way more support for for five black men or, or four black men and Latino got way more support when it was black men, but but we didn't give that same energy towards black women getting raped, and 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 that's that's mm. the critique that our community needs to deal with. That we we way right. more acceptable to get behind when black men are being tortured, but we don't really say much when black women. That's the system that's in play, and that's what I'm critiquing.
1: Well, I get that, bro, but we still got to understand people go with the popular thing. Netflix made a whole fucking documentary on them, on those five guys. So everybody. It's everybody's watching, so everybody's talking about. It. So of course, people are talking about that a lot more. I think if Netflix. <clears throat> if Netflix invested into this R. Kelly story and did the same thing, I feel like it would be the same thing. No, it's like people just now talking about Ted, the Ted Bundy series. This Ted Bundy shit happened years ago. No, I it's think just what Rodney's hit, saying is that it should be more because it, but because
2: it is black women, it's not. Even if it mm-hmm. was, yeah. let's let's say if it was on Netflix, and then let's say. uh uh, Ava DuVernay put it on HBO HBO would probably be popping more
1: because
2: mm. that's
4: what Rodney's saying because he's yeah. black men no matter what platform you put it on black men, I mean think about all the black men that got killed by police but then also think about that the numbers are actually higher for black women and black trans women we don't say shit about them but let it be a black male and I'm not knocking it, like black men need that exposure But can we keep that same energy with black women and black trans women? And we're not. And that's the critique on white society, the dominant society. Mm -hmm. But we also need to have a conversation within ourselves. Why are (laughs) black women supporting men more, but we don't return the favor? Critique yourselves and ask yourself, why is that? Now, you may individually be doing that. But as a whole, black men are not as supportive behind black women as black women are behind black men. We Mm got to critique it. Gotcha.
2: want to be made? Oh, awesome. Critique it. all I'm saying. So on that note, we're going to definitely move into the next topic. All right, so we're going to hop into the second topic. So we're going to talk about unpacked, unpacked trauma and the roles it plays in, like, our personal relationships. And these relationships can be either girlfriend, boyfriend, couples, or, like, even just regular friendships. So do y'all have, like, do y'all think y'all have any trauma that y'all, or have an example of trauma that affected y'all in relationships that might have ended sour, or just any relationship?
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know, I'll be,
4: I, I could be transparent, I mean, like I said, I, 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 I'm off 100, so you know, and my mom knows this story, and you know, y- y'all want to talk to her, I'll get on the podcast, so, but my mom was a was a was a drug addict um uh, she did drugs and if you ever love somebody with an addiction is actually one of the most traumatic hardest things to deal with because you're you love the person but the drug is doing so many things that it also traumatizes the individual so there were times that I know that my mama loved me, but the addiction it didn't show that and so when somebody lets you down and keeps letting you down and keeps letting you down, that, 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 that really affects you. And so she did it so much that when I would go in and get in relationships with other women, all they had was one time to let me down and I was done. And that wasn't fair to the women, but because I, I had went through this trauma with my mama, of you know, letting me down so much, so much for so long, I felt like any woman that I dated there, she mm-hmm. let me down once So, women that I were dating were living to an unrealistic expectation that I had. And so I missed out on a lot of, you know, just opportunities because I'm living in a space where I was traumatizing. And it wasn't until I really dealt with what that really was, um, you know, in in my future relationship uh, with the mother of my kids that I really had to, you know, accept the fact like I can't put this trauma on the woman that I'm supposed to love. Like, that's not healthy. So it yeah. was very toxic. Yeah.
1: I think so, I can relate. I can relate a lot to what Ronnie just said in a sense. When I was nine years old, my mother passed away. So I was raised by two people, my father and my grandfather. I didn't really, I had a women step up in my life, but you know, it's different when it's not really your mom. That's it. Sure. It'll never be the same as your mom. So growing up with me, having girlfriends and having those type of relationships, I've always struggled with really understanding a woman. Now, I know us as men, we really, us as men, we we struggle with really understanding women in general. But just imagine that times 10. I've never really had a solid understanding of how a woman thinks or how a woman should be. So I feel like me not having that mother figure really growing up has kind of affected me long term with relationships as well, because I, I struggle with, Really, with with certain things in my life, when it has to come to a woman, it's one thing to have one, but to really, truly appreciate it and stuff like that, I struggle with because I never actually saw it in a, in my household, and I think that's a trauma that I deal with myself.
4: That's real. Yeah, that's real.
0: Uh, <clears throat> for me, you know, I grew up in a single parent household, and um, so me and my mom was very close. And when I was in high school, you know, this was like the last day of a. Uh, my junior year, mm-hmm. the last or the first day of exams. And my mom, well, something happened to her. And, you know, she, I was just her doing everything for me. You know, she was the strongest person I know. And then, you know, that, that day, you know, everything changed. She went from, you know, doing everything to me, you know, having to do everything for her Man, that's tough. or her mom having to do everything for her. Mm-hmm. Completely. It completely rocked my world. And um, I know for a while it, it really did. It really affected the way um, it really affected my relationships that I was trying to build not only in um, not only a romantic relationship but also like with my friends Friends, yeah uh, I think the biggest thing was I was I didn't I didn't want to go all in with people because in the back of my mind I always thought that you know the person you need most the person once you start to need a person
2: right that person that
0: person could be gone tomorrow
2: it leads to like commitment issues and stuff like that yeah Mm -hmm. for sure yeah. Back. yeah, I feel you on that. Like, I usually don't even talk about this, this is probably like the first time like I don't even really talk about this as far as my dad, but I think my kind of my trauma was kinda of used in a positive light. Like my dad I ain't gonna lie, my dad been there for me most of my life and stuff like that. And I mean, of course like well they got a divorce when I was eleven and that's one thing, uh, knowing like infidelity and stuff, but it's another trauma in itself when you actually used to see, I don't even know if it's cool to say that, you used to see, like, my dad put his hands on my mom or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, that yeah. that honestly kind of encouraged me to honestly never be like that nigga in certain type of ways, and it's like, I knew I'm never going to put my hands on a woman or put myself in a situation like that. So, I don't know, I still have, I'm still honestly dealing with issues like that myself. I don't even really like to talk about it. Really. And I, I think that's something I'm st- still working on as far as relationship, but I feel like it helped me in a positive way to like know and kind of navigate the relationship and know how to deal. It kind of, I don't know, just how to be more self-restraint, practice more self-restraint, because I know I don't want to be like that person that that person I see in an evil light, kind well, of. Okay. Really,
4: that's, that's 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 I think that's important to really talk about violence. I think men don't talk about it. We do it, but we don't talk about in ways that we commit violence. And I think it's, you know, you don't get no award for, you know, that, but I think it's, uh, it's good that you can acknowledge that that's not what you want to do, but that's something that you've seen and it kind of affects you. And I think men got to start talking about that more.
3: I would, I would, I would say mine is a combination of three things. One, having a child out of wedlock, having, having a three-year-old son, Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing I would feel like plays into a lot of mine. um, Y'all all came to my graduation. Everybody know that. But if y'all noticed, my mother wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was the first one to graduate from college. First one to do something like that. And so for my mom not to be there, that really hurt me. And I didn't talk to my mom for two mm-hmm. months after I graduated. All right. The next time I talked to my mom, it was the day she was having a stroke. Wow. And so, oh, damn. And so for me... And then I would say the third thing is just my dad was in and out of prison. He finally let me move with him when I was a junior in high school. But even when I moved with him, he would he would be at home for like two days, leave for like two weeks at a time, come back. So I feel like the combination of those three things always pull on me. And if y'all know me the way I am, I'm always trying to find a way to kind of be better. What's the next way I can make money? What's the next way I can, you know, make myself better? So that way, when I get in that position, you know, as my son get older, you know, as I get married, become a future husband, how can I be better to the point to where I don't let my kids down, to where I don't have to, you know, just kind of, I don't want to have disappointment. And so I feel like those three things for me kind of play like a a major role for me. So, all right. That affects more than just your life. That affects your like whole personality too. It affects your life. Cause, cause like I say, for me, especially being a. Cause now the situation, it's like, all right, my mom can't work. I have a son. I want to be able to still provide for my son, still be able to provide for myself, and then still help my mom out. It's like, right? You got so much dependent on you. You know, it's like it's, it's. So I feel like that affects my just overall life <clears throat> to, the point to where I'm kind of only focused on me, but I'm only focused on me to make myself better for everybody else.
1: Yeah, that's real.
2: So uh, with those traumas that y'all acknowledge, what do y'all think is some solutions to that? Or 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 just basically, how do you think you can change that negative impact that you have in life into good? I
0: think the biggest thing you can do is just acknowledge the fact that you went through some trauma and it affected you in some way. And try to take the time to realize how it affected you. Um, and even find Mm. someone that, you know, you can talk to, you can go to therapy or just acknowledging the fact that you have a problem is the biggest step you can take to, you know, becoming whole.
1: Yeah. Gotcha.
0: And understanding that there's shit in
1: life that happens to you that you can't control, but how you react to it impacts the way your life goes. So I think, Yeah, I feel like, not I feel like, I know everybody in this world goes through shit, and everybody handles things differently, so I feel like what may work for one person might not work for another, so I feel like everyone needs to have that person to reach out to and explain everything that's going on in your life and find a way to truly deal with that, because it's really important, because like we we just talked about all the different traumas that we have, and all of us are very different in our own ways and the way we grew up, so what works what how mitch deals with his things is completely different than how i do my things we come from two completely different backgrounds so i think really just understanding that you can't control it but how we act can does that make sense i yeah
3: that that makes sense but i I feel like the most one of the most important things are are the people around you i feel like the people around you have to be understanding and have knowledge of what it is that you went through and why you act the way you do act or yeah. why you carry the way You do carry yourself. Um, you know, like, you know, like you said, Justin, uh, with, with your mom passing away women that's that are trying to be a part of your life have to understand that you may, you know, may not be so accepting to them or that you may get super attached to them, whatever way it is, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like people have to be understanding it of, of yeah uh, of the why
1: yeah because so, like you people don't really think about what other people go through. People just think oh well this is different. I can't mess with this. But like people got to really think about why is this person the way they are. But that but for someone to think that way, they got to really rock with you at the end of the day. That's true too.
2: For sure, that just depends on communications. Yeah, uh, you can just knowing hopefully you have found that right person to understand for me honestly I, I ain't gonna lie I'm still working on I kind of. I, it was hard for me I mean not super hard for me to acknowledge it on here but it's really like my first time really talking about it right here yeah. live so it's like I don't really know how to I feel like I deal with it like I said I turned it I try to turn it into a positive at the end of the day
0: so, so I, I'll go ahead zero. so say you know someone goes through a trauma, you can say it's major, right? Can you fault that person for never being the same if they're... Say, like, they're unwilling to get help, you know? Can you fault that person for not wanting to get help? You can lead a
1: horse to water, but you can't make them drink it, bro. People... Only people can uh, be helped if they want to be helped. So you can do your part, but if they aren't doing theirs, then you just got to be there for them at the end of the day. Cause you can't force somebody to go get help if they don't want to go get help. Unfortunately, but, that's the case. But I like I say, a, yeah. but,
3: but like I say, it's an understanding thing. Like everybody's yeah. situation is different. It's not about, Oh, I gave you the resource to get help and you didn't do it. So it's your fault at the end of the day. It's that's not, it's, it's timing. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I, may, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I may get over my situation faster than what Justin would or what Cortland or Keith or, you know, Dr. B would. So, like, it's, it, it's time, and at the end of the day, like I say, the person in your life just has to be understanding, whether that's a girlfriend, a husband, wife, whatever it is. They just have to be understanding and willing to
1: have that patience for you. Yeah, but so, at the end of the day, like I said before, they got to really rock with you. But what were you saying, to be?
4: Well, I just going to say, I just want to kind of give you all some, some tangible things that you all could do until you get to a point where you can get um, therapy. And I always would encourage if you're dealing with childhood trauma, please go talk to a prof- a licensed professional. They're going to give you the best advice, but I also can give you some things you can do. I think if that's if that's a big step for you as a man to be like, I need to go see a therapist, maybe before that, try to write. Maybe you can write and begin to heal and write your thoughts down, creating a journal, uh, ways that you can really kind of get your feelings out. Another way is... You can do yoga, and I know that yoga is highly, like, um, gendered in a way that only women do it, but, men, let me tell y'all, yoga is a very good stress reliever. Try it out. I promise it's good. Uh, one other thing that you can do is you can do what we call community healing. So I think that the one, of, one of the things I think that's great about a uh, host men is that it's, what is it, like 17 to 20 of us? And it's a community and I think at times we really kind of call each other in and like encourage each other to be like, yeah, go get help, you know, you know, go, you know, have conversations that are very vulnerable. So if you don't have the, you know, money or the resources to go see your therapist, try doing a journal, try, um, you know, getting a community of men that can call you and check you and do some yoga if you can. Um, I think those are tangible things that people can do to deal with childhood trauma. Gotcha. All right. That's, that's a good way to
2: end off that segment. Uh, Let's go ahead and go to the next topic. All right. So this next topic, I want to talk about kind of what I saw in the NBA draft and like the vulnerability of fathers that was displayed on TV. That's something That's not typically seen a lot, at least on a public platforms with African-American
4: sons. So what do y'all think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as you know, I'm the older person, but I've seen multiple drafts. And I think that, you know, for the spotlight, again, I saw a lot of black men with their sons showing emotion. Usually there's the dap up and like, oh, yeah, my son. You know, made it. You know, which, if and, and for a while we we really saw just a lot of mothers, you know, and their sons. So now we kind of start seeing like, you know, both mother and father is there. But what I thought was different about this draft was that I saw raw emotions from grown men and their sons, and I think that that's a level of vulnerability that's not really displayed on a very large. Uh, public scale. And I think that's great. Like, I think that there's not enough uh, opportunities for men to be vulnerable and to show emotion. I think about when I grew up, I ain't see a lot of men cry. We was out there saying, you know what, lift your chin up, don't show no weakness. And all that time, we kind of keep these feelings in and then we're kind of like what we call a balloon. You know, one day we just pop and these emotions, you know, can be very dramatic. Um, so I think it was just good that we saw a very joyous uh, opportunity. But I think it's good that we can show vulnerability. Those NBA players who we have, have put up as, like, very strong, not weak-minded men are literally there showing tears of emotion. And I think that that's great. And that doesn't make you any weak. That doesn't make you, you know, feel like, you know, oh, that ain't shit or, as we said earlier in the podcast, pussies <laughs> but, uh, I apologize <laughs> I felt some type of pussy, <laughs> but I think that's good that we saw uh, the NBA even if they weren't purposely trying to do that what we did see is men out there showing their emotion and I think we need to do more of that that make us weak actually makes us stronger that's what my thoughts are gotcha you, gotcha gotcha yeah.
2: I mean, I know we like growing up, you always taught well, at least growing up as kids, like you shouldn't you shouldn't cry or nothing in public or show emotion and stuff. It makes you tough. And I, I guess I mean, a lot of men to these day, grown men is like like that to these Is like far as that toxic aspect of don't be a man and stuff like that. Never show the vulnerable weak side.
0: Unpacked trauma.
1: Yeah, I
2: mean, that can
0: also be caused from
2: unpacked trauma, and it also is what
1: you learned your whole life. Yep. It's just toxic masculinity, bro. Like, it's just just like we said, just like we just said, like, growing up, like, if you crying or, like, I remember like, just even sometimes we don't understand how we even raise our own children. So, for example, there'd be times that I'd be crying outside because I'd scrape my leg or something, or my dad or my uncles would be like, you better quit crying like a little girl like damn so like only girls can cry so like naturally as i'm growing older like damn i can't cry that's that's something only little girls can do i can't show no type of emotion because that's something only little girls do like so i can see like i really didn't even understand that it was okay for men to show expression until i was in college like that's crazy i thought i went all through high school trying to be that's a long time that's a long time (laughs) damn nigga (laughs) no like i mean it's real though like the just the environment i was in like in high school and stuff like that like if you showed any type of emotion you would be considered a put us a bitch
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. is that better well i was gonna say now, pussy
1: bro. but dr b was gonna correct me so uh that's
0: a strong
4: person a pussy that's a compliment yeah
1: oh. uh She's yeah i'm
4: saying between the genetics of balls and pussy man, i got you I, mean, I understand I mean, anyways
1: but anyways but not the real <laughs> shit though it's it's just crazy like how the, the the toxic masculinity, like just the environment that a lot of us are in, we don't naturally see how how I really like how bad we're li- really living our lives because we just have this thoughts in our head that we can't show emotion. And that could be just my experience, but like I said, I didn't really understand how to show my own emotions until I got to college.
4: Mm, better late than never.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, niggas would be like, "Justin, you said I'm like, "Damn, some can't bother me." <laughs> like, all right. Well,
2: you like light, light skin shit.
4: That's I, I cry. I, I, I cry when my that's first girlfriend dumped me. <laughs> what was that? What was that, bitch?
3: <laughs> I said I cried when my first girlfriend dumped me when I was a senior in high school. So,
0: <laughs> I, I, why you laugh?
3: That's that's horrible. What was the situation, bro? Did you cheat on her?
1: No. Oh. Wow. Why was that the first thing that, to pop in your head, bro? Right. What,
2: what's, what's the other reason?
1: Oh, oh! <laughs> was she other. Really does not want to be with him. No, he had to cheat Nah, she him? she actually cheated on me.
2: Did oh, okay. so she cheated on you and off. then
1: broke up with you? Yeah. Yo. <laughs> this actually <laughs>
3: explains. Y'all like so niggas <laughs> laughing.
1: Wow. If Anybody
2: me. knows, Mitch. This explains so much. <laughs> so That's
1: much. That's the only Just reason why it. I'm laughing. It explains so much. <laughs> is that why Mitch is only in for the night? <laughs> yeah.
0: You deserve better, King. I mean, Y'all yeah, listen to I mean. that
1: first episode. Mitch clearly said he was only for a night. I mean, I feel like I can laugh now because I was in high school, but I just can't imagine the chick cheating on me and then breaking up with me. Yeah. That's that's a double stab, bro. Okay, guys. All right.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> chill. All
4: right. Wait, all right.
2: Speaking of that, subject, what do y'all think about this? Uh, like, say if one of your homies or friend. I mean, it happens. Ain't going to lie. What happens if your homies get caught cheating or whatever? Have y'all as a group? And y- y'all part of the group, has y'all ever been blamed? Oh, y'all, y'all nigga got caught cheating, all oh, y'all some cheaters. Have y'all been part of, like, in that situation before or something like that? Y'all don't want or, me to talk about it. Or get mm. falsely accru- accused just because you're part <laughs> of the group. And the nigga honestly probably I fucked feel, up.
3: I feel like it's the other way around. Like, I feel like women be looking at, like, certain friends. Be like, oh, he a dirtbag. Baby girl, your nigga is a dirtbag, too. Mm, Yikes! Mm. <laughs> Yikes! <Whoa>. Baby girl, <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> like, like some chicks be so delusional. Like, I don't want you hanging around him, sweetheart. I really, I ain't gonna say me, but no nah, like, you. No, nah, I ain't gonna say me. I ain't gonna say me, but like, like some chicks be like, oh, I don't want you hanging around Joe or whatever. You know, Tom, whatever. But you know, Joe and Tom really be chilling. It be. The chick nigga who really be trying to set up all the plays when he went away from his girl. like That's tough. That's that's that really, that, that'd be the reality of the shit.
1: But that's just the insecurities of it too, though. <laughs> I mean. With, ins- with insecurities or what? I feel like. Chicks, if he's talking. Like, I feel like when I see, like, for example, girls, girls can be friends and, like, they'll say, uh-uh, don't fuck with that nigga. He a dog-ass nigga. But they nigga is the same type of way. And they know that. But they don't want to – people will give the best advice to you, but they won't think that they sell type shit. Mm.
0: Speak mm. on it. So,
1: like, <laughs> a lot of us don't – I mean, someone help me unpack this, man, because this is a nah, lot of work I mean, I think I see, where you, I see what <laughs> yeah. you're
2: saying. I think this is easier said than done. Nobody wants to admit that they nigga a dog ass niggas or something. And, I mean, they might be in that earlier phase in life, that boy phase in life. Not saying every nigga was shit or cheated, at the same time, people do grow at the end of the day, but it's kind of hard to, you know, it's it's kind of hard to like.
3: But don't but bl- but don't blame your nigga not being shit on his friends, like.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, and yeah I, if a nigga not gonna be day, shit, he not gonna be shit, right? right? Yeah. At yeah. that he point, who who who's hanging out with? None of that. <laughs> he was
3: born or way.
0: But to answer uh-huh. Keith's question,
1: I was just <laughs> don't like, blame the parents. Keith asked, "Have <laughs> we ever been put in situations? I mean, I'm not gonna lie." We all in the same fraternity, and when I was a neo and I was trying to do my thing, they'd be like, "Nah, because I know how your profites are, and you probably mm, the same." Way. That may be and not necessarily no names, cheating, but either. we all know. But I'm just saying, in general, like, oh, yeah, yeah in general. you, yo, profite some dog ass niggas, and they recruited you, so you must be a dog ass nigga too. I I didn't nah, heard
4: that a few no, times, and I no I, I have an actual story on that. I all was, right, I, I actually <laughs> I ain't go to I, I'm always like right. <laughs> so my my ADP, you know, well, I went through. Oh, court let me say I went through the MIP process and uh, a <laughs> membership intake process, right? Um, and you know, I'm a neo, and I'm glad I got my letters or whatever. And so I go to this party. And, you know, they was like, oh, so um, when would you come through? And I said, yo, this is when I came through. And then um, they was like, oh, okay, who was your dean and your ADP? And I'm like, first of all, why is this SG Road charging me up? But I was like, cool. Hey, I was like, you sorority dropping? Oh, yeah, Okay, well, this sorority, <laughs> <laughs> this sorority oh, man, charge, <laughs> charge me up. And it's like, who was your, you know. So I gave them the names. And they was like, oh, that's your ADP? And walked off like I was scum, and I was like, well, ah, I'm me!" Just, I was like, "I didn't even do nothing." And then, come to <laughs> find out, I ain't gonna lie, my ADP was was you know doing some some dirtbag shit, but I I wasn't a dirtbag. <laughs> I wasn't a dirtbag, so I just think that one man's action doesn't um, you know shouldn't speak for the whole group. But you hear that, ladies? Time,
1: Say it one more but, time, Doctor B. One more time
4: one action of a man, one, one man's action shouldn't speak for the entire group. And also, you don't know if the men in that group are like having conversations with that dude. Like, yo, you foul as fuck, bro. You shouldn't be doing that. So I think, you know, but then again, on the
3: flip side of that, ladies, I'm about to say. ladies, if all me and approaching you the same way, friends or not, maybe you should look at your damn self. Mm. Mm. I wasn't
2: going to say that in mind. No, no, no. Let's talk about that, though.
3: Let's
1: talk about that. Because
3: if every, if every nigga coming at you the same way, whether they friends or not, then what is it in you that nigga see it's that where they, can,
1: where, where, where they can mm. come at you like that? Yeah, if you, yeah. If all you attract is these dog ass niggas that's only trying to fuck and all that shit, it must be something about you. Nah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> what about like you don't want us we to We digress. Uh. So like, on the
2: flip side of that, we were just talking about a group of people. What about a group of girls that y'all think are not not shit? But there's actually a girl out of that group that's actually like you or whatever. And she might y'all assume the same thing. I think niggas do the same thing too. Don't y'all
1: think? <laughs> Me personally, I'ma find out. But yeah. In, gen- <laughs> in, gen- <Niggas>. in, <laughs> general, in general in general yeah 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 I think niggas are the same way
4: for sure Yeah, wow, um, I'll, take it, I'll take it a step further we can we, we, niggas could see a girl <laughs> and their whole crew be like actually legit and the girl might make a mistake and we may deem the whole crew as they all raggedy so we gotta do it you know let's not I think it's a two way street um. so we do it too, we need to own up to it but wait, what you mean by they are <laughs> so like, if we see if we if if we if we see a crew if we see a, a crew, right a group of girls, and we talking to one of them, and like that one just happened and I ain't saying she was just dog ass being, you know, ain't shit she just, you know, she fucked up you know, we also made being that whole clique as, oh, well they all like that so I'm just saying we do it, too, is all I was saying. Mm. 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 No, I don't know. I don't know so, about that. Uh-oh, pushback. <laughs> I don't know
3: about that. William. Go ahead, Mitch. Okay. Let's see. Let's hear yeah, it. I, 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 don't, I just don't agree with that
4: personally. Why? You treat him individually? like Yeah, like
3: I individually. I feel like as a guy, like like certain certain women you know, what you can say certain stuff to and get away with certain yeah. you can you can do certain stuff to and get away with like it's like it's it's definitely
1: subjective it's not yeah. a whole group thing like this because me personally I ain't never if I see two girls and I know one girl is definitely fucking I'm not looking at the other girl I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not looking at the other no, no no let me talk let me talk if I see two girls and I know one girl's definitely fucking she out there I'm not looking at the other girl like Oh, yeah, she fucking too. I don't, she I don't, that enjoying don't life, up in bro. My head. bro, I'm the y'all ain't listening to me. Bro. <laughs> I'm saying, and I don't generalize both the friends. Like, just because one friend out here doing her thing, don't mean the other ones out there doing her thing too. Cause I see a lot of dynamic duos, one the innocent one, the one the wild one.
4: That's right? valid. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, answer. like,
1: yeah. I don't generalize like that.
2: I wonder do girls think the same thing about us? give a
1: fuck about nah. this
2: nigga here. <laughs> All right, guys. I think this time for the day. I actually like this
1: conversation.
2: Like, we kind of really went into some deep stuff, like far as vulnerability of fathers and unpacked trauma that we have in our uh, in our life. And like we actually talked about shit I never heard y'all niggas talked about. But But, yeah, I I appreciate all the listeners for listening. Y'all keep up with the feedback. Uh, let, Let us know. Just be sure to follow us, first of all, on Host of Men Podcast, underscore, underscore, underscore on IG. And just keep giving us that feedback, that love. Even if it's negative, let us know. Let us know if we whack. I mean, we I love it all. I, I need to hear that so you can
1: get better and continue better because we ain't going to stop. Don't say Feet we whack.
3: It. Don't say we whack and don't get no solutions. Other oh, than yeah. That, yeah uh, if you yeah, do that, yeah, you hate it.
1: I'm tired of that. Don't say y'all sit trash and then don't tell us how we can get better because then at that point I can't even respect it. Right, yeah. I can't respect it. That's
2: true, too. Give constructive criticism because, I mean, that's goes for anything, anybody, at your homies, you supporting. You're going to say something whack. Give them a reason why. But in, at the end of the day, please go follow me at KLogan underscore 70. Uh, let's go ahead and sign out,
1: Mitch. Y'all can go ahead and follow me at CoachMitchell1914. Go ahead, Justin. Hey, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Go ahead and give me a follow on IG at JLP underscore 63. And also, the Wholesome Men podcast is freshly new on Twitter, too. So give us a follow. Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. Be Wholesome Men. Go ahead and give us a follow.
2: Gotcha. Go ahead and sign out, Dr. B.
4: Yo, it's uh, Dr. B. Uh, glad to be back. Uh, good topic, for the discussion. Please follow me at Petty Next Door underscore 4 on Twitter and IG. All right, my guy,
0: Cortland, let's go. Thanks for having me. You can follow me at Courtland Roth.
4: <laughs> Courtland bro. Playing, bro. Thanks for having me. Stop, bro. Courtland. All right,
2: y'all. Y'all be blessed, man. Y'all peace out.
4: Hey, y'all have a blessed
0: week. Bro, y'all waffle, laugh keep laughing at my thing. <laughs> <laughs> be blessed. Peace.
1: I had to put them rest all in my mouth,
2: I had to put them rest all on my spouse. My mama I love her, she need a new house. I had to turn the shit up without clout.
3: I keep them honeys on me through a drought. She don't get dick, then my baby gon' pout. I am that one of them boys out of doubt. But what you saying, I'm tryna ball. Buy-